Welcome to the Seed Time Money Podcast. We are your hosts, Bob and Linda Lodick. This is a hope-filled podcast that'll help you save, earn, give, grow, and actually enjoy your money. We don't hold anything back. We share everything that we've learned on our journey. Everything from being 100% broke to paying off our house by age 31, to finding work with purpose, to giving more than we ever dreamed possible, all while having a blast on this adventure that God has led us on. And if you want to achieve true financial freedom and design a life of eternal impact, this is the show for you. So today's episode is a little bit different. We actually had some good friends over from church and grabbed a few mics, hit the record button and had a very real and raw conversation about learning to trust your spouse financially and kind of what that looks like. And they shared their story of kind of how they worked through that and just really a lot of awesome things that God did and how he brought them through that and is still bringing them through that. And so we really enjoyed this conversation. And so I hope you enjoy this conversation with some of our good friends, Jamie and Amy Cunningham. I guess it was while you were reading the book, you said about two years ago, three years ago, I felt like we were supposed to do this. You know what? It was actually before I read the book. I remember yeah. telling okay. you about this at, at the, the event. Launch party. Yeah, at yeah. the book launch party. Mm-hmm. And so Amy and I were trying to figure out how I, how I started. Tell us, what, what did you tell us? And what is this thing? Right, Let's right, go right. There. So, <laughs> Before you go any deeper. I realized that it was about two or three years ago that I journaled. I had yeah. asked God to double our income. Yeah. And his immediate response was, well, will you give me double? To which my immediate response was, Sure. But you go first. <laughs> but do we have to give you double before you double our income yeah. or after? Yeah. And he said, obviously, before. You need to talk to Amy. Yeah, yeah. So then I've, I wrote, okay, wow, that's a big deal. I'm going to need to talk to my wife about it. Close the book and never talk to her about it because of fear or yeah. any number of other things right. Right, that creeped in yeah. that made me not want to do that. Yeah. Sure. So years passed and like, all kinds of things happen in our life. Mm -hmm. I'm talking about like, we lost two businesses. We Mm -hmm. started a new business. Wow. We moved, sold a house, bought a house, sold a house. Quit a job. (laughs) Yeah, like a bunch of stuff. And all the while we're doing our best to work our, yeah, two kids. Trying to work our finances, keep it under control. Kind of really playing tug of war Mm -hmm. in that process. Fast forward a couple of years. There was a a testimony at the belonging during an offering. Mm -hmm. Yeah. This was what, two months ago? It was April because I had COVID. So I was watching it by myself and I'm texting him going, you need to watch this. I don't even remember who it was, but they gave this amazing testimony about giving and giving more and God just overwhelming them with blessing. She said, you need to watch this. I said, I am reluctantly. And we kind of said, yeah, that makes sense. We should give more and still didn't make any moves. Yeah. Very shortly after, within a week or so, I'm looking through my journal for whatever reason. And I come across this moment that I have with God where he's like, I'm like, God, what a coincidence. Give me, yeah, (laughs) please give us double. And he's like, sure. You know? So I'm like, okay, that's two instances in a week and a half, you know, so I think if I remember right, I told you about it, mm-hmm. really kind of terrified the both of us. We didn't, it kept coming up, but we weren't yeah. dealing with it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Simultaneously though, in our kind of monthly or bi-monthly budget meetings, like things are continuing to be a tug of war. Yeah. You know, we're 
being forced to reconcile our differences. Mm -hmm. And it kind of hits me in you while we're talking. It's like, okay, wait a minute. We're trying to get to this particular place financially. We're, we've been doing our best for six years and it's not getting where we want to go. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then God's bringing this up. What if, what if actually we're limited, not because we're not working hard, yep. because we haven't obeyed, <laughs> wow. yep. right? Yep. And what if we're continuing to tug of war with each other because God actually can't trust us with more because we're not on the same page, trying to accomplish the same goal in the same mm -hmm. way. And simultaneously in not being on the same page, we're not obeying. Yeah. And so wow. we just started continuing to have these conversations and then your launch party comes. I had not known a bunch of your story yeah. and I, re I was reading your story on those boards that you yeah. guys had on your launch yeah. party oh, right. and I'm yeah. going, yeah, okay. Yeah, okay, we gotta no, give more, right. we gotta <laughs> keep coming. Right, Yeah. so I get the book that night. Yeah. I read it in a week. I said to Amy, I think you gotta read this. And for me, what it was, was I was like, there's all kinds of cool tips and tricks and techniques and strategies. Mm -hmm. And some of them are helpful to us. Some of them we're already doing, some of them we're yeah. not doing. Right. But none of it to me matters as much as the fact that we're looking at a story of a couple who were similar to us, but found a way to land on the same page. Mm. They have one heart, Yeah. right? Yeah. And I was like, if we can have one heart, yep. we can go places. Yeah. yeah. That's so exciting. Yeah. So Amy, I want to hear from you. Oh. Like, um, what was your process through all this? Are you the spender? I, like me? Yes, can you tell? Okay. <laughs> I am the spender. There's nothing wrong with that. I'm the spender too. Safe place, we're all, oh, okay. we're all family we're all here. Friends here. I mean, I like spending money. Yeah. I just like saving it more. Yeah. Right. But spending is fun. I feel you. Yeah. <laughs> I think ultimately what all of it came down to and what we realized is, and he's talking about tug of war, but I have a tendency when I start to feel controlled to just Ooh. like really push back. Mm -hmm. And so things were starting to feel more out of hand. Jamie wanted to control more and I wanted to push back oh. more. And it was just this. Yeah. And it it wasn't even necessarily like we had the same goals. Mm -hmm. We yeah. want the same things. But in the same way that I'm the spender and he's the saver, I'm much more spontaneous than Jamie is the planner. And so mm -hmm. he can sit and look and go, okay, like these are our goals. This is what we want. And if we do these things now, this is what we can have in X amount of years. So I'm going, great. But right now, we also want to do these fun things. And this adventure looks really cool. And I think maybe we should spend our money and do this. And so there was a whole lot of that. And really yeah. what it came down to is we weren't trusting each other. And we weren't being very trustworthy with our money. And so that How was... Did you figure that out? That, like that revelation of we just aren't trusting each other. Oh, through lots of really bad budget meetings. But it was a lot of what Jamie was saying too. Like, as I think it was, I we have like, we've always wanted to give and to give like extraordinarily generous gifts. Mm -hmm. um, but where that as a spender is easy for me and every month I'd be like, well, but like I really wanted to do this for this person. Yeah. And that yeah. was, and he's going, that's great. And I love that. But, you know, and so it was, I think, I don't know. I, I think that was kind of where it started. And we were trying to figure out how can we be more generous? How can we be on the same page about our generosity? Yeah. Right. And then be on, you know, like, 
And he, what was your analogy? <laughs> I gave him. I we we had an argument last night about my analogy, <laughs> which I think is solid. I can't and wait to hear it. She thinks is worthless. No, no, I said that we had. It's like we were trying to win the championship, but we weren't playing the same game. Like I was oh. playing baseball, she's playing rugby. Yeah. Oh boy! But we yeah. wanted the championship. I would obviously play rugby. You know. And I was like, no, I feel like we're playing the same game. We're just on opposite teams. And anyway, that was the argument. It was really, yeah. really good. Yeah. One, but. Anyways, I, I feel like we finally had a conversation about like the trust issues. Mm-hmm. It yeah. kind of came out like two months ago, yeah, more recent. than two months uh-huh. ago. It was mm-hmm. recent. We've been married for six years. Almost seven. Almost seven. Having the same argument every month or twice a month. You know, it's been a lot of tough moments. And what happened was in the midst of this conversation that God started with us. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. He always wants our hearts. Yeah. And I knew, I would say things like, we're just not on the same page. I couldn't put words to what I was Mm. trying to describe for six years. Yeah. Yeah. I just knew something wasn't right. You knew the same thing. Mm -hmm. but we couldn't figure it out. And eventually it came down to, okay, we're not obeying and we're asking God for more. And he's saying, but how could I give you more? You're not obeying. You're not on the same page. Right. You're not trustworthy, right? And I'm going, okay, it's easy for me to think, well, we're not doing it right because like we're not on the same page, which means you're doing it one way, I'm doing it the other way. And we just weren't getting anywhere. And in the midst of us actually being willing to have the conversation of like, okay, well, where's my heart Yeah, as a person, mm-hmm. your heart as a person. And then we also have to look at it as a unit. Yeah. Right. right. So like, where are we individually? How are we operating as a team? What's wrong? Once we started being open to that, I think God started really bringing stuff to light. Yep. And in the midst of that, it was shortly after we had both finished your book, we were both talking. It wasn't even a conversation that we planned. Like you came downstairs from putting the kids down and you were like, just spilled your guts. And you basically just said, wow. Mm-hmm. I think at the end of the day, the problem is, is that you don't trust me. Yeah. Wow. And I was like, you're a hundred percent right. It just was really obvious Wow. Yeah. to both of us in that moment for the first time in almost seven years. Like, yeah, yeah we could say... I feel like the money police, I'm always saying no. You feel, you know, you feel like whatever. You could put any words to it, but at the end of the day, all of those are symptoms to the fact mm-hmm. that I don't trust you. You don't feel trusted. Mm-hmm. And that's so like <clears throat> mature that you can admit the feeling that you have and that you can say, yep, that's exactly it. <laughs> <Because, laughs> I mean, that's a hard thing to say to your spouse is that I don't trust you. But when you boil it down, sometimes that is actually the case and it's never on purpose. It's just one of those things that kind of happens. And I think it's sometimes in our upbringing and, you know, the things that we've experienced in our life that when we get pushed into a situation, we lose trust in whoever is our partner in that situation, whether they're trustworthy or not, you know? Right. It seems silly in some ways that it took us so long to get there, but I think because ultimately we trust each other. You know, it was not like we were opposing each other in life. <laughs> right. Like, right. like we're, we were on the same team, but it was just this one element. And we finally hit the point of getting to the root of it. I mean, it, and it took, it was years of, I feel like striving. Right. Trying yeah. to, and God continuously being like, will you please just surrender this? Like, will you please obey me? Will you please trust me and stop trying to make all of this happen on your own. Mm-hmm. And wow. Yeah. There's a lot. Well, interestingly too, like in this I think it might have even been the same night. Like that 
was the beginning of a conversation, mm. right? Like, okay, we just had a revelation. Like right. we should talk about it. And by the end it was like, okay, yeah, sure. I'm admitting like, I don't trust you. You don't feel trusted. But simultaneously, by the time we got to the end, it was like, but you don't trust me mm. with your heart. Oh, wow. Around this, right? Yeah. It came to light that like you felt forced into managing money a particular way for oh. six years. It didn't honor who you are you know, what you want. So you didn't trust me and I didn't trust you because I didn't feel honored with yeah. what I was trying to accomplish yeah. for our family. Yeah. Like the goal was the same. Right. But So I would love for you to kind of tell us about the setting of this. Cause I think like you said, it was not planned out. Like this conversation was not planned out. But what do you think was right about the setting of this conversation? Like your attitudes, the, you know, your kids were in bed, so they were not constantly Super interrupting helpful. you. Yeah. But like, is there anything that you felt like was right about it that made it work in this instance, as opposed to other times where you've tried to talk about this? That's a really good question. Do you think, I mean, I'll just interject yeah. and you can tell me if you think this is crazy, but from just listening to you both speak, it seems like you had both reached a point of humility and vulnerability to be willing to admit some of those hard things. Is that accurate? And I don't know if that's intentional or not, but. Yeah. I think so. Yeah, I think what was hard about all of our conversations around this before was that I always felt like the screw up. Like it was like, mm. I'm the one causing all the problems, but also feeling like this frustration because I felt like it was like, this is the system that's going to work and this is how we're going to do it and not mm. really like a conversation. And he, not to say that Jamie didn't try because you did, he tried. But I think the conversations before, maybe it was mostly me. Like it was me kind of having to take a step back and what I felt before was just shame. Like I'm the problem. I screwed up again where, you know, not saving what we thought we would this month because I went and bought four dinners for whatever, or, you know, just, just like, stepped into Target. <laughs> Be or real. just looked at the Target site. Yeah, that's you. That's you true. walk in, you see red. <laughs> yeah, you do see red. You're like, You're like what'd you spend? I don't know. It's that what'd you buy? I don't know. Advertising. There's something it's about like, it. deep into my eyes. Oh, yes. Also true. And so it really took, I think, probably just continuous hard conversations. But I think me knowing like, okay, I can't look at this like I'm the problem and I would end up crumbling and he would comfort me and then we wouldn't really get anywhere. And so I think it was the compilation of all of these things that God was bringing up and me going like, okay, take shame out of this because like, you know, this is, there's nothing wrong with me. Like my heart wasn't bad in any of it. Like I didn't have malicious motives. I wasn't trying right. to hurt our family, you know, but the reason that I would feel, you know, like I couldn't get to the root of why I would feel like I would just crumble. And it finally, it was just like this revelatory moment. And I looked at him and I'm like, you don't trust me. I don't know. I've never, that was like, Maybe I'm missing something, but I feel like that was it. It was know. kind of just, that was like I the think, breakthrough moment. Yeah. yeah. I think I had been, I mean, I, I was thinking about it when I was, whichever kid I was putting to bed before I came down. And because it was an ongoing conversation. I mean, we really wanted to, I think that was the thing too, is like, we knew we couldn't keep going like we were going. Yeah. Like yeah. we really needed to be on the same team and we were going to fight to be on the same team. And so... Yeah, I mean, all of that is true. I feel like, I mean, honestly, I don't think we would be having this conversation without Jesus. Yeah. I mean, we just hit the point where 
I like to think that we were humble enough to, you know, start looking inward and going like, okay, Jesus, like what's wrong? What, what am I, where am I wrong? Yeah. You know, I think that's probably part of it. And it's also just like, we couldn't figure it out. For six years of trying to figure yeah. it out, it yeah. wasn't working. Something else needed to shift. I will you know? say that truthfully, reading y'all's book was, I think it was easy to feel like, oh yeah, like we know about savers and spenders and there's right. that. But it's not super often that you get to hear other people's stories and it can be easy to feel like you're not alone in this, but you know, yeah. that people couldn't really understand or relate. Mm -hmm. And so hearing y'all's story, I think was a really big catalyst in a lot of our conversations because it was like, oh, there's actually hope in this for us. Like mm -hmm. we don't have to stay stuck where we are. Yep. Like, yeah. And so that was really huge. And that was a big spark in a lot of the conversations that we had in addition to all of these other things. But yeah, yeah, I know that that, at least for me, was really helpful. Like, yeah, that is like me. <laughs> I mean, that is really encouraging because there was a long time for me where I was like, I'm always doing the wrong thing. Like, honestly, I felt like that in any kind of relationships I had. If there was somebody that was kind of snippy at me, I would always assume it was my fault. Like, so this was just across the board for me. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was having a conversation with Bob about this one person that I was like, every time I'm around this person, they're mad. And I literally don't know how to make this person happy. And he said, that makes me really mad. And that was the first time that I thought, oh, I thought this was my fault the whole time. And you're telling me that this has actually had to do with the other person. Hmm. And that was so helpful for me in hearing just this idea that it's not always my fault. Yeah. And like wrapping your brain around that sometimes I think is really hard, especially in this type of setting where you're like, you want to do the thing that your spouse wants, like you love them and you're trying to do what you want them to do, but right. it's almost impossible. And the same goes the other way. It's like, you know, it's not that he doesn't want you to have fun or be spontaneous. It's just that this is what he thinks works. And so let's just do it this way. You know, I mean, we've had these conversations so many times. Yeah. Yeah. And once you kind of come to that revelation, it's really, it's just the Holy Spirit giving you revelation on the, the pinpoint exact thing that it's like, as soon as we tweak this, then everything shifts. Mm -hmm. So I'm really excited that you guys had that moment. Yeah. Us too. It's big. I mean, honestly, I think that's what it comes down to. I, I feel like I've seen in my life, like God orchestrating things so often, you know, in hindsight's twenty twenty. you look back and you're like, yeah. oh, if it wasn't for all of that stuff that I considered really horrible. Yeah. In, mm -hmm. But like, now I see how it all fits together and I thought it was horrible and I thought it was the enemy or I thought it was so-and-so just being a bad person. But like, right. wait, actually, I'm pretty sure God orchestrated those things because he's after my heart. Yeah. yeah. And he wasn't getting it any other way. He needed yeah. to reopen that wound so he could heal it or he needed to get right. my attention, you know? So it's like, I want to have a really strong answer for all these questions and like, oh yeah, we had this moment. We were really humble and like, we figured it out. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's just like, no, really the only thing we did was be willing to just look to God and, and say like, okay, we're blowing it. We don't think this is what you have for us. Mm -hmm. and I think that's, that's part of the humility though. That's yeah. where so many people's stories start. That's where our story started. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. and I think there's so much more power in that. So many people realize. Well, it's one of those answers that people are like, well, that's just a nice pat answer that you tell everybody. <laughs> right. And I don't think that most people realize that that is the only thing. That's the only answer. Yeah. There's yeah. not any formula. 
Yeah. Right. Because it always has to do with our heart. And the only person that knows what's really in our heart, like we don't even know half the time. <laughs> right. We're stumbling around trying to figure it out. And he always is like, I know exactly what it is. Yeah. This all kind of reminds me of a conference 2018 to Belong Co Conference. Uh huh. That was when y'all met. That was when we met. That's right. Yep. That's right. We walked up to you and Bob said, I have that shirt. And you were like, this is my shop. <laughs> Thank you. Or no, what, had, wasn't I wearing it? it? No, he was wearing it. I had it. just come from work. Oh, okay. Yeah, I just right. come from work. But we knew each other. We knew each other yeah. from the nursing the mother's room. Yeah. <laughs> That's how all the moms meet. Yeah. It's, it's, yeah. It seems like a cool place. You guys get snacks and like <laughs> so true. Dudes into the in the herd <laughs> out there. This nice. So well, conference twenty eighteen. Yeah, conference yes. twenty eighteen, right? We're there and there was a whole thing on giving and we were both really challenged. I remember coming home and I'm trying to like decompressed, trying to like journal with God about all that stuff. And he had asked us to give certainly the most extravagant gift we've ever given up until that point. And he wanted us to give a car to one of my employees. Mm. Wow. And so we didn't want to give our worst car, we wanted to give our best car. Wow. But even Dang. our best car needed work. So we drained our savings account to fix the car. Wow. All but like a thousand dollars or so. And then we gave it. Man. Which was really fun and horrifyingly scary. I cried a few times. Oh. <laughs> and we thought like, Good oh, this would be like one of those stories like that we hear from the pulpit, like you take a risk and like God comes through. <laughs> yeah. And then like everything got awful. So like there wasn't that moment where we felt like God came through for a long time. A couple months went by, things were getting worse. We went home to Kansas City to visit my family and we came back and our HVAC unit had gone out, needed it to be replaced. And we were like, we don't have right. the money to do that. And so we're going through that process. Amy feels prompted to- We didn't tell anyone. We, didn't we tell were anyone. the only, well, us and the person we <clears throat> gave the car to. Yeah. We're the only people who knew that we did that. So Amy felt prompted to ask for prayer. So like while all of this is happening, I'm journaling and being like, what is going on, God? Like, this yeah. is crazy. This is awful. Like, this is not what we hear from the pulpit. Right. This was your idea. This was your idea. Right. Like, we're trying to obey and like, we're yeah. in trouble. We don't even have heat in our house right now. And what's funny is that God said, you are expecting money, but I don't need money mm -hmm. to provide for you. Yeah. Stop asking me for money. Yeah. Wow. Ask me for stuff. And I was like, what do you mean ask you for stuff? He's like, well, what do you, what do you want? Like, just write down all the stuff that you want or need, right? Was, but right. it was want too. Like, so I was like, okay. So I started writing the list. We needed an HVAC unit and we want to live in a different house in a neighborhood we love. And we want to have clothes, new clothes for ourselves and for our kids. And like, we just started writing down the things we needed and we wanted. We needed a new car. We needed new cars, right? I was, I was pregnant. And right. so like, we gave away our best car. Right. We needed a new car, a bigger car to right. fit our kids. And right. yeah. So like writing it all down. And he's like, great, like, watch what I can do. You're waiting for me to provide you with the money to go get what you need. A new job, yeah. double yeah. income or whatever. He's like, I don't wow. need that. Just ask me for your stuff. I want to preface and say, I can genuinely say, because in our conversations around this car, there was no like, oh, we're going to give this car. And like, can you even wait to see what we're going to get? Like, it, yeah, was, like, know, it, it wasn't, wasn't like that, that mentality. No. But neither of us anticipated God to call us into such extravagant giving and then end up Thinking like worse off yeah. than right. like where we were yeah. before. And so that was just, we're like, Such wait, a surprise. this is not, like, this is not what we thought. This was, yeah. Right. 
And so long story short, it was in December. So conference was in October and we almost immediately gave, it was like within a week or two. Yeah. So then December, we're in the weeds big time. Don't have a car. I don't have don't an HVAC, HVAC unit. It's cold outside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. And we end up like working out a deal with an HVAC guy. We're kind of paying it directly to him over time. Mm -hmm. We're like, okay, we've figured that one out, but like, we don't have a car. Right. And so Amy asked for prayer for uh, just to her sister. And what we didn't know was that the Sunday that the very same Sunday that you asked. Uh, no, we had been in church with them on Sunday, like sat with each other. And then I had reached out to her on Tuesday. Yeah. So what we didn't know is that in that Sunday, her husband had heard Holy Spirit say, I want you to give away your car to a single mom, like specific. So I went and told Amy's sister, like, mm -hmm. hey, I had this thought. I think that we should do this. Well, they don't know what we're doing, but we gave our car to a single mom. Wow. So it was one of my employees who was pregnant, was about to have a baby. Dad was not in the picture and there was no vehicle. And I'm oh thinking like, you get, you get to the she doctor like do. every week. Yeah. Like, how are you going to get to the doctor? You know? So anyways, we share the story. Like, this is, this is where we are. We're in the weeds. And they're like, oh, well, this is obvious. So they call us. They're like, can you FaceTime? So we FaceTime with them and they're like, this is what you don't know has been happening. Wow. And so like, we want to give you our car. Oh gosh. Which is a way nicer car than we would have ever purchased for ourselves. Like wow. if, even if we had the money for it, we would have wow. been like, we'll get half this car. You know what I mean? So like, we're just a bundle of tears, you know? Oh my gosh. And so that was kind of like the start of our journey. And then we did nothing for three years except for fight about <laughs> money. But yeah. I say all of that to, to say the very beginning of this year, 2022, mm -hmm. I am asking Jesus what his goals were for us it's as a family for my business for us right. as a family whatever and i'm kind of asking about our marriage and our family and he starts like listing out this crazy stuff i get to the end of the list of what i think i'm hearing i'm like oh, this can't be real first of all <laughs> like, which is maybe also what i thought school and you, amy was like yeah i yeah. like this list i'm like the he mentioned like the right schools for our kids like all kinds right. of stuff and then i get to the end and i just laugh and i say is there anything else and he's like yeah just watch, just like, wait, just wait to see what I can do. And wow. I'm like, oh, wait, that's what you said wow. two years ago when you said, just ask me for stuff. So I'm like, wow. is this one of those situations like where you're just being like, no, you're waiting on money, but like, I've got, I've got yeah. this, right? Wow. So all of that leads into what happened to us just like last month, right? Because we're figuring out this money thing, God's challenging us to give. And so we decided to do it. Well, to be specific, God asked us to double our giving. So we were consistently giving 10%. Mm -hmm. God's like, I want you to give 20%. And so we're having this so conversation. This goes all the way back to the journal. Right. So this kind of full yeah. circle, right, to the to the journal entry that I yeah. shared with you. And so we're like, okay. And we did pray. We prayed about it again because we're like. Yeah. Is this right? Is just, this scary? Yeah, make yeah. it right. When we look at the math, I'm like, okay, 20%, like, for our income, that's literally every penny of our, what we would consider extra. Okay. So like wow. any car repair, anything that's above and beyond like our necessities yeah. and putting clothes on our backs and- And Target. Know, and trips to Target and all that. No, I mean, it's like, we have it, but that's right. it. Right, Yeah. Right? So we're like, this has got to be, be God. And yeah. so we're like, okay, let's do it. This was in April. We prayed about it in April. Our first month of giving double was in May. 
Yeah. So that's exciting. We're yeah. like, okay, that's this amazing. is fun. Actually, it was really fun. This is scary, yeah. but like, this is what we want to be doing. Yeah, right. So like, yeah. Let's put the scary aside for a second. Enjoy the moment. Like yeah. we're going to get to give like some really cool gifts. Mm-hmm. That right. We've been wanting to give. Yeah. 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 And Jesus is saying, I've got you. So like, okay, well, here we go. So we do it. Well, the next month we had a vacation plan. We already committed to this vacation. Someone else has like purchased a condo or not yeah, purchased, but rented, you know, yeah. rented right. a condo. Yeah. Like we can't back out, but all of the extra money that we would usually spend on a vacation is now gone. Yep. Right. Right. Okay. <laughs> okay. So we pray like, okay, Jesus, like, should we still go? Maybe this is part of our sacrifice of giving of like, we shouldn't go. He's like, no, I want you to go. All right, well, are you going to pay for it? He's like, yep. He told me this, and I was like, honestly, like normally I feel like I'm like, okay, all right. like Yeah, like, but we're like, no, no, no. I was like, yeah, I think maybe you just kind of made that one up. Like maybe that's right. just what we want to hear. Yeah, totally. So he's like, yeah, I'm going to pay for it. I'm like, all of it? He's like, yeah. Wow. So we're like, okay. So we go on this vacation. We have no idea how we're paying, how for, we're paying it. for it, right? So we dive in. We get through the vacation, doing the math there's still a pretty big chunk of change that needs to be covered. Well, while we're on vacation, we get a call. I get a call from a friend. He's like, you in town? Like, I want to ha- I want to grab coffee. Like, no, we're out, we're out of town for a minute. He's like, all right, well, we're going to be leaving town shortly after you get back. I really want to grab coffee, like in this period of time. Wow. And we're like, okay. He eventually says, look, even if we can't grab a coffee, stop by my house. I want to give you something. And I'm like, okay. Wow. So we make it happen. We schedule it. We get in the car. He has to go pick up pizza for his family. He's like, sorry, I didn't know when you were going to be here. Again, miscommunication. It's like, we will grab pizza with me. I'm like, yeah, let's go. So we're going and he's talking to me and he's like, look, I don't know how to do this, but like, I just feel like we need to give you, we're going to give you a check. Like, please, we don't want anything. Like you don't owe us anything. I'm like, okay, that's crazy. Like, thank you. I expected a couple hundred dollars. They gave us five grand. Whoa. Yeah. So like, I am in tears and he's like, look, no, it's fine. Like, don't like it's, I'm like, no, 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 you don't, you don't understand. Right. Like, this is a super generous gift, no matter what. Right. Like you don't know what's been happening. What God's doing. Wow. Right. Like God's, he's connected. I wrote a list down, not just the list that God gave me, but like, I wrote a list down when we started giving of like, here's all the things that we literally can't afford that we need. Wow. Like right now, like we need, we have medical bills, we have Our car repairs. repairs, like they they need to happen right now and we can't afford it. Yeah. And so I just like jotted it down and I'm like, dude, like God has just provided that. Wow. Like you don't know what you're yeah. part of. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And paid for our vacation. Right. Wow. Right. So. It's just this journey of like, in this instance, God gave us money. He doesn't need our money. Yeah. He doesn't need to give us money. Yeah. In this instance, he did. But there are like so many times where he's just provided just like, here's a car or ask me for stuff. Yeah. Right? Like, okay, this is crazy. So (laughs) good. What are we doing? That's amazing. (laughs) I love that. So I felt like I just talked for a while. No, it's good. I'm just so glad you shared it all. Like, it's funny. I mean, probably four or five years ago, we did a podcast episode specifically about that, about should you ever actually pray for money? Like, and it was just a question I was pondering. It's like, are we limiting God? Isn't it limiting God if we think that that's the way he has to deliver it? Because there's so many different ways that he can deliver an answer to our prayers. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I I don't know if I have that answer. It's just always been something I've been wondering about. And and so it's it's so cool. Yeah. You're just saying that. Yeah. Um, Well, I remember hearing this couple, they were at a church that we went to and they were talking about 
how they needed to get to Haiti, I think. I forget all the details, but it was oh. something about they needed to get to Haiti after a hurricane because they had a child there in an orphanage that they were trying to bring home to America and all this stuff. And so- It was after the hurricane, so like no one was coming in or out. He person who knows Oprah. Oprah finds out about it and is like, you can take my helicopter and get down there. Like there's no planes going down there no. and he just gets on Oprah's helicopter. <laughs> and it's like, I mean, I think the two of us were like, he didn't need a plane ticket. A plane ticket did him no good. Right. And, and he didn't need to get his own helicopter. He just needed the story to get to Oprah. Right. <laughs> well, exactly. God to do whatever God had to do. Right. It happened yeah. to use Oprah. Yeah. yeah. But how would he have ever known to even pray for that? Right. right. You know? And so we're, we're always just like, well, I just need the money to get there. And it's like, mm -hmm. you don't, that's not actually what you need. Yeah. God will figure it out. Yeah, that's yeah. right. Well, and I think also you live enough life and you realize there's so many things that money can't buy. There's so many problems that money can't yeah. solve right. that you do need God to come through in yeah. some other way. Right. But uh, yeah, that's so good. That's I love what God's doing in your lives, man. That's I so know. cool. It's so fun to, yeah, just see the journey that you guys are on and just watch how God's moving. Yeah. Well, it's been pretty wild. I mean, we certainly appreciate you guys living life with us and yeah, yeah, you know, sharing your story and talking with us, and whenever I have silly questions, you're there to answer them. <laughs> or not silly, silly at all. Can my giving fund be used to buy groceries on well, vacation? And the in answer this instance, to that, we say absolutely. Like yeah, we yeah. Do we've done that. We've been in that position before, and like in some of those instances, it's not actually you being like, "Oh yeah, I'd love to do this." You're kind of like a little bit forced into it sometimes, and you can either take that and go, "Well." oh, they're just trying to take stuff from me. Or you can go, nope, here it is. Yeah. I can just give it. Mm -hmm. And yep. it changes everything. It, it was so fun this year. We actually, we usually, I guess, family unit will take a different night and make dinner. Yeah. For everybody, just so like, you don't have yeah. to think about dinner. Right. You know, outside of one night, maybe two. And like, so we went to the store, we were buying stuff. And I was like, let's just do two dinners. Like, why not? There you go. Right. Yeah. Like, we got it. Let's do it. And we did it. It was really fun. And I think yeah. that's the thing that's so fun about having the giving fund, having the money sitting there waiting, because it's like it no longer feels like pressure mm -hmm. to yeah. decide between whatever the thing might be that you want, because it's like it's sitting there designated for that purpose. Yeah. And it's like, yeah, why not be extravagant? Why not go big? You yeah. Know? <laughs> it's really fun. It is fun. It's been it's been so much fun. Yeah. It's been fun. I mean, there's there's always gifts, right? There's always baby showers or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And in the past it's been like, well, what do you mean there's like five <laughs> gifts we have to give this month? Like, yes. That's crazy. It like is. can we just write a card or a nice note? <laughs> like like words words mean a lot, <laughs> you know? And of course, like, no, we want to give something, but yeah. like in the past it's been like we can't do that. And that's like, oh, there's five? Cool. Yeah. Let's buy them a more expensive wait. gift. Yeah. You can, you yeah, know. and then you would do it anyway because you're like, this is our goal. Yeah. Like, yeah. yeah. So it's been really fun yeah. having that money there. Yeah. You know, it's still scary. But again, like God wants our hearts and he's teaching us like, I've got you. Yeah. yeah. Right. So there's a bunch of stuff we still need. We're just writing it down saying like, yeah. okay, God, whatever, like whatever you're doing, you know, and there's a bunch of stuff on that list I told you about, like where God gave us his goals for the year. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. There's stuff that he's come through on that, but even before this kind of this financial journey started for us, wow. like where he was already coming through yeah, without us doing anything. Cause like we literally couldn't have accomplished wow. it, mm -hmm. you know, 
And it's like, okay, well, these were your goals. Like you're gonna come through. I don't know how. There's still a bunch of them on there. I'm like, there's six months left in the year. I don't see this happening, honestly. But he's like, yeah. watch what I can do. I love that we're getting you. I mean, yeah, because we're getting you in this spot where you've had some cool testimonies, but you know, you still are on your journey mm -hmm. in which I think we all are. I yeah. think that's the place that he wants us to be. Yeah. You know, because I mean, we very much feel the same way. Like, I don't I don't think you reach a finish line of never having to depend on God, you know, never yeah. being in that position. Mm -hmm. And so anyway, so yeah, you guys are in your journey still. And it'll be exciting to chat in a year and hear yeah. more testimonies and hear what he's done and how yeah. it's gone. I'm confident we'll have a bunch. Yeah. yeah. I'm like excited. Well, about I think what's been cool is that it has been really beautiful to see the ways in which we have finally stopped trying to control everything on our own and mm -hmm. just like yeah like the more that we have relinquished our control and surrendered those things to yeah. god the more we've seen him show up in these extravagant ways and it has been really humbling and yeah. not a single one of those instances that jamie referenced about the car or just recently with the friend feeling prompted to give us money like those are extremely humbling moments and i think even then it's still it's like shocking he called me and told me, and we're both crying. And I'm like, really? Are you like, are you sure? Like, and I think even though God has made these really amazing promises, and even though we have seen him come through, it still requires us to continue to trust and continue to surrender and yeah. to daily yeah. be like, okay, this is not in our hands and we have to stop trying to like, yeah. yeah. That's right. Like I want to take over all the time. Yeah. yeah. It's way, it feels way easier to be like, yeah, but if I can just budget, I can just yeah. do this. You know? And he's yeah. like, well, yeah, but I want your heart. I want to, you to trust me. It's so good. Because he's always going to do better than what we would never bought the car that he gave us. Yep. Yeah. But that's what he wanted us to have. It's so cool. Right. He's like, always going to do better than we can yeah. ask or imagine. Yeah. Well, and I get really sad when people, you know, go to the extremes of, you know, there's these two different types of thinking where it's like, God either wants you to be rich, and if you're not rich, then you're doing something wrong, or no, God doesn't want you to be rich, and if you have a lot of money, you're, you know, you're living a sinful life. And it makes me sad because right. I'm like, you're not addressing the main point that God is after, which is always your heart. Mm -hmm. It's always that. The money does not matter at all how much or how little you have. It's always where is your heart in this whole thing. And I mean, it's just so, yeah, I, I just love that that keeps coming up. That keeps coming out of your mouth. Mm -hmm. Like he's always going after our hearts. And this is an, kind of a tangent, but I remembered this when Jamie had told me about his time praying and talking to God about the beach trip. And I really feel like God's saying we should still go. And I was in agreement and he's like, but I also felt like God was saying he's going to pay for this trip. Uh-huh. Okay. <laughs> and so I spent some time and I read this just the other day and had forgotten. I'm like, God, I'm having a hard time believing that that is something that yeah. you would like, why? You know, it didn't right. really make sense to me, but he was like, do you trust me? I'm like, well, and then he said, like, have I ever let you down? Oh. And I heard like there was this season, it was after my maternity leave with Leo, our oldest, and I quit my job. And shortly after Jamie left the business that he was at, at that point. And Realized so everything. he walked away with nothing. Oh. And we went from two full-time incomes to nothing and wow. an infant. Wow. And that was such a hard season. And we had no idea. It was probably, it was like six months before you got another job. He did some consulting things between then, but we just really 
we had not very much. And it was about the time that you started your next job and you sat me down and you were like, hey, so over these last six months, we've spent thousands of dollars more than what we were actually earning because we weren't really earning hardly anything. Um, <laughs> we had to eat. Right. And he said, and I don't know how to explain it, but the money was there. Like I can literally logically look at this and go, this is the money we spent over what we actually had. <laughs> wow. And yet somehow like all of that money was there in that season, didn't go into debt. We did not like- wow. That's was, amazing. And I was like- Kind of okay. forgot about that. Yeah. It was- Loaves and fishes. Yes. Yeah. It was, I mean, all of that was before the car, but that was a really huge moment for me in going like, wow, okay. You hear stories like that and that, yeah. you know, it all sounds far-fetched or like these miraculous things that yeah. would never happen, you know. And then yeah, you're, like, you're going like, what? The number of times I'm like, but are you sure? Like, maybe <laughs> we just like miscalculated something somewhere and yeah. we didn't. And he's like, just, no. That's not it. Supernatural. That one's yeah. easy to miss too, because it's not like, well, then there was this big check in the mail. Yeah. yeah, like that's yes. the thing you hear all the time, right? Of like yeah. someone gave us a check for five thousand dollars right. or whatever, right? That's right. the one you expect to hear. Right. This one could fly under the radar if you weren't like yeah. paying attention. Paying attention. Yeah. yeah. That's like one the number one thing we teach in our class that we do at church and online is that we tell people to start paying attention because the main reason is is if you're paying attention, then you'll see the mountain that you're up against. Yeah. And if you don't know what you're up against, like if you don't know what to the obstacle. Yeah, then you can't attest to what God is bringing you through. Yeah. yeah. But once you see the, I don't understand why there's money in here and there shouldn't be, then you're going, well, I got to tell everybody about this. <laughs> Everyone needs to know that this is happening because this is miraculous and ridiculous. Right. Mm -hmm. And how the heck is this happening? Right. Yeah. For the, people, like for the people who aren't paying attention and who are just burying their heads in the sand, it's like they don't even know. Right. They, don't, they know. don't know that there's a miracle that just happened. Right. right. Which is sad because then God yeah. can't get the glory for it. Mm -hmm. right. You know, because there's no other explanation. Right. No. Yeah. No one else had access to our bank account. <laughs> right. There were no deposits. There yeah. wasn't. Right. There wasn't yeah. like, oh, there's this random right. deposit happened. Yeah. It was just like. It's just there. We're just not in debt. Yeah. yeah. Wow. You know? yeah. That is amazing. Yeah. So I love that. That's so yeah. cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you for sharing all your story. Sharing, yeah. I'm so yeah. I'm so excited to share this with everybody because I think it's just really gonna bless a lot of people. I mean, I just appreciate your authenticity and your honesty, and yeah, it means a lot. So yeah, thanks for taking the time to share it. Thanks for inviting us to share it. Yeah. It's good to share what God's doing. Yeah. Yeah, man. All right. Well, we'll do it again in maybe a year. We'll do it <laughs> yeah, in a year. Yeah. So save we'll save testimonies. We'll yeah. Here we are. They're coming. Yeah. So good. That's awesome. Awesome, Thanks, guys. guys. Thanks for joining us on the Seed Time Money Podcast. And remember, money isn't the goal, but it's simply a tool to help you fulfill your purpose and your calling. And we'd love to help you achieve true financial freedom faster with our email newsletter. So if you want exclusive money tips and hope-filled encouragement in your inbox, head over to seedtime.com to get signed up.